Welcome back to another episode on the Expand Your Awareness podcast. My name's Aaron Dowdy, and I'm here today with you to be sharing with you exactly how you can reset your beliefs in a very powerful way, understanding that in a way, reality is much more flexible than we priorly thought. Like normally, we think that reality is so set. Just, it is the way it is. Nothing we can do to change it. But here's the thing. When we realize that it can be more flexible, it becomes more flexible. So the key to this is being aware of the beliefs we have about reality itself. And today what I'm going to share with you how to do is how to change that of your beliefs about reality itself. Because the thing is, is if we believe that, for example, money is hard to come into our lives, then it will be hard to come into our life. If we believe that it's hard to lose weight, then it will become hard to lose weight. These are all things I've realized also more recently. I've been redefining a lot of my beliefs about the way reality works recently because I'm realizing that a lot of the beliefs that I have are simply there to keep the old self-image in place. It is there to reaffirm me knowing how reality works when in actuality, reality is so much more vast than I can even imagine. And what I'm realizing is everything, literally everything in life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Meaning if we believe it to be true, then that becomes our reality. Now, I realized this when I was, uh, the other day I was paying attention to how my diet has been recently. I've been eating a lot of more nutrient-rich foods. I've been eating a lot of like raw foods, trying to get a lot of like natural enzymes in and really good digestion. Kind of wanted to go through a detox, mainly just because I know that uh, I've never really done a heavy detox before. And I wonder from all the years of eating like non, like more processed food, I kind of wondered if there's like those heavy metals in my body. So I was like, huh, what do I want to do to re- like to let go of the heavy metal metals in my body. And I was looking at different ways of going about it. Of course, raw food is like, you know, one of the best ways. And I've been looking at my lifestyle the last year. I have been doing what is called counting my macros, counting macronutrients, which is like kind of like counting calories. And what I realized I've been doing is I've been counting calories. And the idea is that if I, you know, my certain body weight for like how much weight I want to gain or lose, if I, if I burn, um, for example, if I burn like 2,800 calories a day, then the idea is that if I were to only eat 2,600 calories a day, then I'd be losing weight. If I were to eat 3,000 calories a day and only burn 2,800 calories a day, which I burn a lot of calories because I do a lot. I'm in a, I have a sauna. Um, I do a lot of uh, work out at the gym. I run sometimes. So these are things that influence my energy. And the thing is, is when I... This last year, I've been going about things. I've been very measuring everything. But what I'm realizing now is that that system does work if you buy into the system itself. If I look into it, and yes, at a certain level, we can look at science. And we can be like, well, science shows that it works, so it must be true. And from a certain perspective, yes, if we play that game. However, I'm starting to look at it a little bit differently. Now, the reason that is, is because I've read a book called The Autobiography of a Yogi. And in this book, one of the gurus that uh, Yogananda comes across is talking about that of understanding that our mind is the melder or welder. I can't remember how to say it of the muscle. So it's about understanding that 
our mind keeps things in place more than we think it does. So as much as I want to count macronutrients and count calories and all that stuff, what I'm realizing is that it's also the mind that is holding these things into place. Like what if I had a belief that I didn't have to eat a certain amount of like, for example, protein. There's like these social condition thoughts that you need a whole bunch of protein in your body in order to stay uh, to survive or even to like look a certain way or to be a certain way. And I'm thinking to myself, well, there's a certain belief system that I bought into for a long time. And yes, from a certain point, you'd be like, well, science proves this, that, and that. But the power of belief, I believe, I believe, is more powerful than other things because we know the placebo effect is right even more of the times. Like pharmaceutical drugs will compare how effective something is to the placebo effect because the placebo effect is that effective. So think about that. Literally, that is what happens is when they are doing and studying the pharmaceutical drugs, it depends on how much it will rank against a, a, a placebo because a placebo effect is that effective. A, a pill that has no no uh, nothing in it other than maybe saline or something that's completely neutral thing, but yet it still has a massive result just because of the belief that people have of what's inside of it. So everything in life is a form of placebo. Everything. And sometimes we say, well, I can back it up with science. Okay, well, maybe that's the key, the key. But if you're looking to the belief system of science, then maybe that's what you need to reaffirm that reality. Now, from a certain level, of course, there's this understanding that there's certain things already put in place that are easier to believe. Like, for example, you're like, well, I'm just going to believe I can fly and I'm going to go fly. Well, there is also, we did plug ourselves into this reality, and part of this reality agreement that we made is that we were going to abide by the laws of the collective consciousness as well, which means that flying isn't as probable because we have gravity or whatever it may be, but it's about being aware of these different nuances and understanding that within the nuance, which within the very general things, you know, not the necessarily the extremes, and maybe there are certain beings that are able to get beyond that, like enlightened people, in that book, The Autobiography of a Yogi, there was, a, there was like a yogi that could teleport, you know. I think that that could be possible from a certain perspective. And it's just that most people don't experience that because we are conditioned by society, because it is, uh, we're not necessarily enlightened at that level that maybe this, this Indian guru was, that uh, Yogananda in the book, The Autobiography of a Yoga came, uh, Yogi came across. However... What I'm saying is I don't know if it's possible or not, but I like to believe that it could possibly be the case, that that is something that is possible because the reality we live in is a form of dream. That is something I do believe. When you start to meditate, you start to go within, and you start to really redefine your belief systems, you realize that a lot of the things you believe to be true, are they're just going to be reflected back to you. And if you change what you believe to be true, you change your reality. So... That's what I've been realizing lately is I'm like, okay, I normally believe. So what I did recently is I went to more of a raw food type diet. So I've been eating a lot of big salads with a lot of different uh, vegetables in it, a big smoothie with like fruit in it. And I used to not, not eat that much fruit because I was like, well, fruit has sugar and I don't want that much sugar because sugar will turn into fat and I want to be lean and all of these beliefs. But now, now what I'm realizing is it's more important how I feel. When I eat those foods, I feel really good. And what I'm realizing is I had this belief before that you needed a whole bunch of protein. So I was eating a lot of tofu and stuff in order to gain muscle, but tofu is processed. So what I'm realizing now 
is I'm starting to change my beliefs about diet itself. Now, we'll see how it goes because it hasn't been like, you know, years or anything since I've been doing this. However, I'm maintaining my muscle and everything by doing this because I'm simply believing that that's going to be the case for me. That is my self-fulfilling prophecy. So I'll see how it does long term. If I can re and if it doesn't work long term, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It just means that I haven't I don't believe it yet for that to be the case for me. Now, there's also a guy that uh, Victor, my friend Victor on YouTube has collabed with before. His name's Ray Moore. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. And he does these pranic initiations where, like, you do these dry fasts for, like, four days or longer, I think, maybe even a week. No water, no food, which goes beyond the belief system of most people because what do people tell us? You need food and water or you will die. That is how it works. You know, that's the belief system we kind of subscribe to. But what he does is he takes people, he takes like 40 people at a time on these uh, retreats and they go a week without eating or drinking water. So how is that possible? You see what I mean? So it's kind of, and this dude, if he wasn't, he's in good shape. He's not like this skinny, he's not like a skinny, like sometimes you see those really, really skinny people like, oh man, you just need a sun gaze and do this and do that. And they're really, really skinny. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to be that skinny, you know? That's kind of how I was towards if you see some people talk about it. But this guy actually has good body weight, good body mass, and the dude hardly ever eats. So I'm not saying I'm going to completely give up food or anything. I'm just saying that what this is doing is this is redefining my idea of beliefs, of protein, of how the body uh, maintains itself. And it's making me see the world differently because I'm seeing that literally things in life will be true if we believe them to be true. So depending on how we depending on how we define ourselves, depending on which belief systems we prescribe to, that's going to be the different levels of uh, how we experience reality. So I'm looking at these macronutrient thing where it's like I normally count my calories. I'm not going to count my calories anymore. I'm going to do more of what is called intuitive eating, which is where I listen to my body rather than my mind because my mind is very logical. It wants to understand, well, if you put in this much calories and you do this and that, well, yes, from a logical perspective, that is true. And from that level of belief, that is true. However, the one truth in life is that all truths are true. Whatever you believe to be true is what you're going to find more reflection of. So I'm thinking to myself now, well, why don't I break the rules a little bit? Why don't I not eat as much protein as I normally eat, but have this belief that my muscles will retain the level of uh, muscle and it's that I can eat less and eat more raw foods and that I can still feel great and not feel like uh, fatigued or something like that. Why don't I develop that level of belief? And that's what I have now. And I've been doing this for a couple weeks now and I feel great. I feel higher vibration than ever. This is just my, this is what I'm just, I'm just sharing with you my experience with this. And that is that I am redefining my beliefs and I'm redefining what I believe to be true. Now, from a certain level, you can look out in society and you can see people that get a certain type of result because they model successes other, of other people. That can work. But understand that that's a belief system. That's like, okay, someone else has done it, therefore I can do it. And sometimes that may be the path of least resistance. However, that can sometimes cause people to not be as creative as they could be by looking at new ways of doing things. And when I do that of reality, when I teach reality transurfing, which is a book that's written by a quantum physicist in Russia, it's about this idea of understanding pendulums, which are these thought forms of many different people that have thought similar thoughts before, that that then causes a momentum if we tie onto those thought forms. So if you were to be in traffic and get angry about someone cutting you off, there's been a lot of other people in that same position that have been angry about traffic. You may be also picking up on their thought forms because thoughts are literally things. We think because thoughts are invisible, they don't exist. Thoughts are still energetic patterns. So when we become aware of that, we can see, what do I choose to believe? Because most of the beliefs we have are just on autopilot. 
They're things that we believe because for a long period of time, that's been the case. But what we can start to realize is that we can let go of these beliefs. They don't have to be our reality if we don't choose them to. But the key is to first off be aware of it because when we're aware of it, we start to take our power back. When we're not aware of it, we remain in the autopilot mind. The autopilot mind will do everything it can to, stay, to keep you consistent to the way you've been. And if you want to move beyond that, what you have to do is you have to make the choice to move beyond that with awareness. So the reason I say that is because I'm now becoming aware of a lot of the subconscious beliefs that I've had about the way reality works. Oh, reality works this way. This is how things are. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait, can I think about this in a new way? Is there a new way that I can approach this when it comes to health, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to money, when it comes to all of these things, abundance, doing my passion, I'm starting to see things as more inclusive. What about this and this instead of a this or this? Because a this or this is the mind coming in that's trying to decide how things work in society. So for me, this is about just becoming aware of the beliefs and understanding that everything in life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. They've done this study before. There was this study where what they did is they got somebody that had multiple personality disorder. And what they did is from one personality somebody would have a certain medical condition. 20 minutes later, after they shift to a different personality, that metal condition can be totally gone, which means literally the biological structure of that person's body at a cellular level has changed because they've changed identities. They've changed personalities. So in one, they may have a tumor. In another one, they may not have the tumor. And within 20 minutes, that tumor disappears simply because they've shifted their personality and their identity. Think about how interesting that is. They've also shown that certain people's eye color will change when they go from personality to personality. So it just shows us the power of belief and the power of identity. And when we change our belief and ourselves and how we view ourselves, that's when things begin to change in a powerful way. So I'm not saying that you got to develop personality disorder or something like that, that that's how you have to be from this point going forward. But what I am saying is that you can start to become more aware of how you are, and how you define yourself. Because you do not have to define yourself in the basis of the limitations that you make for yourself. You can understand that you are so much more than you can even imagine, but the way you tap into that is by redefining yourself. It doesn't mean you have to pile on a new belief or a new idea. It just means you have to be aware of the old one that you're playing according to. This works for everything, by the way. Uh, from a certain perspective, you could say, well, astrology is true. The patterns are true. Numerology is true. And yes, I think it is and can be true. However, are you playing to that game? Are you playing according to the game? Because the game will reinforce it to be even more true for you. And maybe you say, yes, I like this game. I like this permission slip. But recognize it as simply a permission slip. That's it. Just recognize it as a permission slip. And as you recognize it as a permission slip, you can then see that these things are more choices. Most of the beliefs that we have about our past have simply been handed down to us and we've agreed to them at a certain level. We might not be aware that we agreed to it, but we did. And even if it were five years old and we agreed to it, we absorbed it into ourselves and we, just, we made a, a choice that this is the way reality is. Even at an unconscious level, it is still a choice that we made. So the key is be aware of all of these beliefs that we've made and then deciding that we can let go of the beliefs that no longer serve. Because many of us will have beliefs that have been holding us back for years, 
and years about the way reality is, these beliefs about how people treat me and how I am in public and how the relationship with my parents is. All of these things are just beliefs. And more important, I was talking about this earlier, more important than just the beliefs that we have about little things like money, relationships, like the little smaller subjects. What are your beliefs about life? What are your beliefs about how reality works? Law of attraction can be powerful, and maybe it is a law for the way the universe works. However, I'm saying the more you believe in the law of attraction, the more it tends to work for you, or the more aware you are of the correlation between what you're thinking and what you're feeling. There are some very successful people that don't even consciously use the law of attraction. They may use it unconsciously, but they do not consciously use it, and they still find what works for them. So with this whole process, there is no right way. There is no wrong way. There simply is the way, and the way is what works for you. But just recognize that when you have these beliefs, when you have these ways for going about how reality works, see them as a choice. And the thing is with choice, if you continue to live out a certain choice that's serving you or not serving you, then you realize that because it is a choice, you can choose something different. If reality is fixed and reality just is the way it is, then it becomes unmalleable, unchangeable, solid, and real, real serious. And the more serious things are, the more that we find it has power over us. One big thing you could do to loosen up how your reality is going is to just enlighten up. Loosen up a little bit. Reality doesn't have to be so serious. Things don't have to be so rough and hard. Laugh at it. Let it be something that is there. You have a negative belief that you find that came from your childhood? Kind of snicker at it. Be aware that you became aware of it. The more that you make it serious, the more you hold that reality in place and the more that reality remains in its power. Understand that you are so much more than you can imagine. Hype, as hypey as that might sound, is so true because we limit ourselves with the box of our own belief system. We have certain beliefs. We say, this is who I am. This is what I'm capable of. Not knowing that if we simply took ourselves out of the belief system, we take ourselves out of the limitation because the beliefs we have are like a little box. It's like a box that we keep ourselves in. And that box we keep ourselves in is the limitations of however we see ourselves. But the moment we take ourselves out of that box is we're like, whoa, the view from up here looks way better. I want to be over here. And that's what we realize is that we can move outside of that box. We can move outside of that self-image. We can understand that we are so much more than the belief system we have. And in a way, the belief system we have is sort of like a filter. It's like a filter that keeps us within a certain frequency band. And then we can only perceive of frequency bands that we are similar to. But if we want to get to a higher frequency band, we have to detach from those old beliefs, those old thought processes. So everything I'm sharing you right now is just what I'm currently going through is I'm redefining my own beliefs and I'm becoming more free Free to be myself. Since I've been back from Costa Rica, you may notice that my energy is totally different. I feel much more authentic, much more like I can be myself, less walls up. And a lot of that's because I'm just redefining my beliefs. My belief about working hard, my beliefs about all these different things, I'm learning to just simply let them go. Not necessarily piling on a new belief. It's not like I'm like letting go of the, the belief that I have to work really hard. I'm like, I'm going to pile on a belief that it's easy. I'm just letting go of the one that's about working hard. And then as I let that go, it's like things come easier anyways. So for this process, become aware of the beliefs you have. How do you do that? Simply ask yourself the question, what would I have to believe is true to be having this kind of experience? 
as you become aware of what that belief is, you start to then gain more of your power back. The, your mind will start to look for reference experiences, look for past experiences of things that have happened that will reflect back to you that that's what it was. Your brain, and even you might just have like, you might wait a little bit, and then a couple days later, you get this memory of when you were a kid, something happened. That's how it can work. Now, also, one of the most powerful meditations I've created will help you do this as well. It's a completing the past meditation. If you type in on YouTube, Aaron Dowdy Worthy Meditation, you'll see it. And you click on it, listen to that for 21 days, I think it will absolutely transform your life. It will help you to bring up these patterns of the past, complete them so that you don't have to repeat them. It's very powerful. And uh, I, think you're, I think you'll get a lot of value out of it. So that's on YouTube. Other than that, I want to thank you for being here. Let me know what you thought of today's episode on Instagram. Maybe comment on my newest Instagram post. Let me know. seems to be the easiest way to, uh, for me to see the comments. And other than that, if you could also review the podcast, let me know what you think of it. I'll be doing more of these. I want to get a solid schedule out as well. Uh, but if you could review the podcast, it helps the podcast out. helps me to keep making more and more of them as well. Other than that, as always, I'll see you on the next episode. Peace, love, and namaste.